fog and traffic delays and technical issues, we're sorted. We are indeed. Cameron, I want to talk about the the five intelligences, and we all have these, and mostly we, we hear people talk about IQ being how smart someone is. I want to suggest that we've all got different kinds of smarts, and the the different kinds of smarts starts off, we're going to count from five down to one, the first one is your intellectual intelligence, that's your ability to recall facts, your ability to remember things, your ability to reason, your ability to problem solve, that's your IQ, your your ability to what what's generally called intelligence it's i'm going to call your intellectual intelligence but cameron i'm sure that you've met people who are incredibly smart as far as they they know facts and figures they can do maths and they can do all sorts of things in their head but you you have to think they're not that smart because maybe there's just something lacking in the way they process some of life skills ever met anyone like that cameron i have a, a couple yes and I'm going to suggest that people who are in that category may lack in these other areas of intelligence. And I guess the good news is you may feel that you lack in that area of intelligence. You may feel you have a shocking memory. You may feel that it's not your deal to be able to do problem solving and things like that. But... I'm going to suggest that there's these other types of intelligences that you may be actually quite strong in, and they're, in many respects, even more important than your intellectual intelligence. The, how about this one, just before we go to a music by Cameron? It's social intelligence. Social intelligence, that ability to know how to interact with people in a social environment. Cameron, I guess you're kind of the life of the party when you go to a social function. Tell me, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, well, I'm the only one that usually, if I have to go to a party, I'm the only one that doesn't drink very much. But uh, you might say because of my normal extroverted personality that, yes, that is true. So there are some people who can go into a, a social setting with a room full of strangers yep. and they have an ability just to put people at ease, to get to know people, to help people feel quite at ease to open up. And I'm going to call that social intelligence. I want to talk a little bit more about social intelligence oh, that's very nice when we come you, back actually. after this music break, Cameron. All right, good on you. That's a good start. We'll be back with more shortly on YFM with Dr. Andrew Corbett. Yeah, the very popular Ed Sheeran there with uh, one of his well, his biggest hit from this year called Thinking Out Loud. Here in Australia, he's so popular. He's got a new song out at the moment called Photograph, which we're playing at YFM as of this week. Listen out for it. Talking to Dr. Andrew Corbett this morning on our regular Wednesday morning discussion. Another very interesting and informative topic from him today. Something for us to all learn uh, by how to develop the five intelligences. Yeah, th there's... Often people feel dumb or inferior or not as bright and they you hear people say, oh, I'm hopeless with names, I, I can't remember things very well, I'm not a great reader, I can't do math. All these things are a reflection of one type of intelligence. Now, I'm, I'm identifying five and perhaps 
people who have looked at these areas of intelligence recognise that they're they're sometimes categorised differently. They're subcategorised. You have people who say yes, there's intellectual intelligence, but your intellectual intelligence could be in the field of maths, or it could be in the field of literature or something like that i'm just putting it all in the one category of intellectual intelligence and i guess cameron i want people to understand because i'm I'm mindful that there are some people who do feel like that and yet they may have these other areas of what we call intelligences that are a strength that are actually quite arguably a more positive thing than simply being able to remember facts and figures and dates and so on. Someone who has intellectual intelligence, if they develop that, they, they go beyond knowing what to think, but they, they, and they move into the arena of how to think and how to think things through, how to hear things. For example, I heard someone say on Facebook last night, apparently there's a TV show where they're, they're marrying off people who the first time they meet is at the altar and a pretty bizarre social wow. experiment. Gee. And they made the comment, you know, two people can marry who've never met, but two people who love each other can't marry in Australia. And wow. you think, well, you know, somebody could hear that and go, yeah, that sounds quite reasonable. Obviously it's some sort of allusion to same sex marriage or something like that. But, but what you might be able to do if you've, you know, if you've become accustomed to thinking things through, you realise, hang on a minute, the Marriage Act in Australia is is not to recognise love. That's not what the marriage. That's not what marriage does. And so, you can actually quickly identify that if you're saying if two people love each other, they should be allowed to, they should be allowed to get married. Uh, firstly, there's no ban on that. That there's just no provision for it. And there's a huge difference. And Secondly, the, the, the Marriage Act, as I said, is not a recognition of love. Plenty of people love each other and they don't need to get married. Some people love each other, form a home together and never get married. Not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just right now, I'm saying that you can do that. There's no restriction on doing that. So you can think things through that are, you often see on the internet that, that just get past you know, around without people thinking it through. And that becomes a part of intellectual intelligence. I've already mentioned the next one, it's social intelligence. That ability to be able to enter into a room or a social environment where maybe these are people you've not known, you've not met, and and you know how to conduct yourself. Essentially, we, we might call this the art of being polite. Because one of one of the things that we are perhaps losing, Cameron, in our you know online dating world, where people are interacting more through social media, Facebook, and the like, is that the old shall I call it old-fashioned socialising, old-fashioned hello, my name's you know fill in the blank, uh, what's yours? That kind of things we're losing that art, and the the we're seeing an increased we're almost it's it's almost like we're having people who split personalities online they're extroverts they'll put things out there they would never say in the public arena but in person they're shy and introverted and so we've got we've actually got a, a bit of a social intelligence problem here people are saying 
too much <laughs> online, Cameron, and I'm sure you've seen that. I've certainly seen that where people disclose things on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is that they would never say mm. to someone's yeah. face. Yeah. It's just it just shows a lack <laughs> of social intelligence. The, the the next type of intelligence that we'll introduce now is called emotional intelligence. So and what what I'm going to do is apart from the first one which is intellectual intelligence, these other four intelligences have to do with the various types of relationships that we're in. Social intelligence deals with the, the relationships that we might call casual or informal in the sense that that you, you may never meet these people again. You know, you may be accompanying your partner, your friend or whatever to an event. And, and these people, chances are you may not ever see them again. You may see some of them again. But you need that ability, that social intelligence, to be able to know how to be polite, to be able to introduce yourself, to be able to ask polite questions of someone else, to be appropriate, not to be rude, and to be somewhat considerate. So the next one, emotional intelligence, Cameron, deals with uh, the, the next level of intelligence in this arena. It's where... Perhaps you've met someone and you notice their eyes are red. What does that tell you, Cameron, when you see someone and their eyes are red? Well, I could say a number of things, but um, obviously um, uh, they've got some sort of, um, um, uh, what's the word, um, uh, uh, condition? Um, or what, what if they don't look happy and their eyes are red? Well, they're, they're sad. And what have they just been doing? Crying, possibly. Yes. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. That too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, um, just just oh, as dear. simple as that, Cameron. Just, just simple as simple as seeing someone and looking at them and realizing, hang on a minute, something's going on here. Yeah. This, yeah. this person is sad. Now, here's where emotional intelligence kicks in because what you could do is you, you could be emotionally unintelligent and say have you been crying now this is a person you hardly know or you may know a little bit but mm. and you may say that in a social context where others can hear and Cameron that is not being emotionally intelligent emotional intelligence is where you can detect hang on a minute this person's just been crying and emotional intelligence might be, you know what, I'm going to talk about something that's going to get their mind off whatever they're upset by. So you start talking about the weather. You start talking about something, you know, oh, that's a lovely jumper. Where did you get that from? Oh, that's a nice, that's an interesting watch. I've not seen a watch like that. It could be something as, as mundane as that. And, and it's because you're, you're emotionally aware that this person's upset. So you're just trying to get their mind yeah. off something. And, and Cameron, you, you, emotional intelligence means that as you develop emotional intelligence, you realize if they don't engage, if they don't respond, yes, it is a, a lovely jumper. I particularly like it. It's my favorite. Or yes, it is a quirky watch. I, 
I saw this in a shop and I just had to have it. If that's not the response, and the response is very short and terse and, and they're, not, they're not engaging at that level, then chances are it, they are telling you something about their, their emotional well-being. What would you detect from someone doing that, Cameron? Well, um, I, I'm not sure, really. Um, I guess it would be... Um, yeah, just explain some more. Well, how upset are they? They'd be pretty upset. No, they'd be pretty upset, and that's the point. If you're, There are some things that happen in life where we get upset, and someone comes along and starts talking about something completely unrelated, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're rather grateful for that. We're, we're grateful that they're getting their They're helping us get our mind off yes. whatever it is. Yes. But there are some people where you do that, and they, their mind isn't coming with you on the distraction. Their mind is still... At that point where they where they're upset, yes. it's at that point that the emotionally intelligent person is going to that's true pick the moment, make sure this is not a public scene, and just very carefully say to them, "Are you are you okay? You know, are you you seem to be upset. Is there anything?" I can I can do to help something like that. Cameron, let's go back after the news, Great. and we'll, we'll count down the next couple of intelligences. Great. Here's the news now here on YFM. We'll be back with Dr. Andrew Corbett very soon. YFM, we're talking with Dr. Andrew Corbett today on uh, a very, very good subject as far as I'm concerned, and uh, I'm actually learning a lot about it as he speaks. Um, yeah, he's teaching me a little bit today. <laughs> it's talking about uh, the five, how to develop the five intelligences. Yeah, I love the way you did that whole weather report thing, Cameron, about the fog coming down. And there's your hands coming down like one of those children's songs. You know, the rain <laughs> came down and the floods came up. I, I'm thinking, does he realise this is radio? Good grief, he's been doing this for quite yes. a while. And he's still doing the hand mo- oh, That was We should have had a webcam on that one, Cameron. Yeah, you should have done. The, fogs, the fog comes down. That was just... Brilliant radio. Oh, that Brilliant. just that just helps me to actually explain things, mate. <laughs> hey, oh, I got the picture, but I think I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, mate. All Very right. good. So the five intelligences: there's intellectual intelligence, your ability to remember, retrieve, and reason from a fact basis, your ability to problem solve. There's social intelligence, your ability to know how to be polite and appropriate, perhaps with people that you've not previously known politicians have got to be good at this you know you hear politicians referred to as having an ability to quote-unquote work the room and some of the some of the people who are really really good at this you, you look at um people like well well any i was going to say john howard because I, I i'd met john howard several times in a social context where you just think this is, this guy's amazing you know he comes around shakes your hand i mean and i'm sure bill shorten's the same and i'm sure all these guys have developed this and they probably have people who are you know training them and coaching them in how to be socially intelligent how to connect with someone very quickly very appropriately and to be able to uh, to to be able to show someone that you're interested and help them to be at at ease. So the we we've also looked at emotional intelligence and Cameron. I mentioned that emotional intelligence is where you become aware of someone's emotional well-being, 
and their emotional well-being could you know you may be detecting that hang on their eyes are red oh hang on it looks like they've been crying it looks and an emotional intelligence follows that through where you don't you don't go up to them in front of you know people and say have you been crying you know because that's not emotionally intelligent to do that and it could be that as you do something that i would recommend i would suggest it be be emotionally intelligent by talking about something that might take their mind off whatever could be troubling them and by doing that you 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 can also then ascertain are they coming with you on this journey are they are they prepared to engage with you as you do this small talk if not then emotional intelligence could kick in and say okay i need to maybe take them aside very quietly and appropriately ask the question are you okay in some instances where i've seen women who were clearly upset or maybe not so clearly upset i've detected it and i've engaged in small talk and they've become or they've responded in quite a sullen way what i've done then is i've gone up to kim or perhaps one of my uh, leaders in my church who's a, who's a woman said hey i think you need to have a chat with just come and have a chat with such and such because it looks to me like they're struggling because their emotional intelligence also says that as you as you begin to read someone's emotional state you actually you actually become closer to them and this leads to the next type of intelligence cameron it's called relational intelligence and relational intelligence is where you learn the language of those that you are getting close to we all have a language cameron and it's not necessarily english we all say things with words and mean something other than those words yes do you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean it's something i've struggled with for a while in what way well i say things i and uh it's taken the wrong way interesting yes and this is where if someone was close to you they would go i know what he means i know that he didn't mean to be offensive or rude or impolite he just says that and i think that's a measure when someone does that that's a measure of their social or rather relational intelligence their relational intelligence says i understand this person i understand their language i understand that when they say no 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 i'm 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 doing fine they've just told me something yeah that they're not doing fine <coughs> well done cameron <laughs> that's right that's right or when i say to kim would you like to go out for dinner tonight and she says ah oh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I now realise, Cameron, if I don't do that, I am dead meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Not quite. But, but we, we begin to... And this is where couples who are in a, a marriage relationship have the, the privilege of learning one another's language. And there are too many married couples who who haven't figured this out yet and that's that's 
largely because the uptake of pre-marriage counseling good pre-marriage counseling is pretty low we have too many people who are walking down the aisle to swear their troth to each other who have never actually had coaching about some of these issues and 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 skills it is a skill it's an acquired skill where you begin to recognize the person i'm committing my life to has a language it's beyond the words they use it, it is the words but it's also the tone of their voice the timber of their voice the the timing of when they say things it's also the questions they ask how was your day what who did you see today what have you done and we hear that as nagging or we hear that as prying when if you learn someone's language you may learn that those questions are actually not questions at all those questions are a statement and the statement is this i want to be closer to you i want you to open up to me and i want to hear your heart and and for many people that might be a surprise to to understand that's how relational intelligence works but it is how it works when someone says something to you and you be, you begin to realize hang on they've just told me something even though they haven't used the precise words you're becoming relationally intelligent many of the fights that a husband and wife have are over the precision of words that they had used with each other and this is utterly pointless because it shows a very poor relational intelligence relational intelligence looks beyond the precision of the words being used and it looks to what the heart is actually saying and that takes time takes time to learn that language cameron takes practice takes a lot of mistakes takes a lot of arguments takes a lot of conflict yep to be able to get to that point of relational intelligence there's lots of examples i could i could give of this where a wife might ask a husband could you please fix the leaking tap and the husband says yeah sure and and she asks the next day because it's still not done could you please fix the leaking tap oh yeah yeah i meant to get to that now that husband needs to realize she's actually not really so much talking about the leaking tap as she is talking a relational language and the relational language might be saying do you love me do you respect me do you respond appropriately to my needs something to think about that's relational intelligence let's come back after this music break cameron and we've got the last of our five intelligences great hope you're learning a bit about this this morning i certainly am we'll be back with that uh, very very soon here on wayfm dr andrew corbett <laughs> now that's not fair <laughs> when that song came on i'm going yeah, no. <laughs> i'm going what on earth is this and you normally pick the songs really really well and yeah. i'm struggling to hear the words there but that's probably just me yes. revealing my age because probably, i had yeah. no idea what that song was about <laughs> no idea yeah. in fact i heard uh, one of the 
well, the, the new Ricky Lee song yesterday, and I thought, oh my goodness, what is that? If I wasn't, you know, helping to run Way FM, I'd probably complain to Way FM about the song. <laughs> okay, I have fair no enough. idea what that was about. Fair either. enough. But that's just to say, you know, part of our music policy here too is that we'll play what's you know popular as long as it doesn't cross our lines of offence. You know, if, mm. and and that doesn't mean, as you've just heard, I necessarily like all the music, or we necessarily I don't like, like it, them. but. The reality is this is what the Australian public are, you know, uh, listening to. And so we'll, we'll play it so that we can appeal to people. And, and so that's just my disclaimer there, Cameron, on that last song. I had no idea what that guy was saying. And I could not understand a word. Where's your head at? And don't, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, of that, course. That sort of thing, of yeah. course. I guess it was in techno language or something. It was, it was. See, I, see one of the intelligences we're not talking about is techno intelligence, and obviously <laughs> I just don't have a yes. Couldn't get anything he was saying. Cameron, we've, we've talked about four of the five intelligences that, I, that I've you know, brought to the table today, and, and there's the intellectual intelligence, the one that is generally tested when they talk about IQ. But there's these other expressions, SQ, social intelligence your eq your emotional intelligence your rq your relational intelligence to know that when you take your wife out for a a meal a, a regular meal or a coffee or something like that you're actually doing that to invest into your relationship because it's an intelligent thing to do so this last one that i want to talk about is spiritual intelligence and again as we pointed out last week on our on our show that it's not a matter of whether someone considers themselves spiritual or not they are they are spiritual we're all spiritual the question is how do we display that how do we how do we practice our spirituality we all think to ourselves and that's a part of a spiritual transaction we think about the bigger questions of life where will i be after i die what is the purpose of my life how can i make a difference how can i leave a legacy how can i find help and strength in my hour of need those are spiritual questions how can i connect with someone beyond myself who i have come to recognize as my creator the controller and sustainer of the universe these are spiritual questions and spiritual intelligence is where you you develop not only an ability to recognize what is positively spiritual but you also begin to here's a word discern what is negatively spiritual because not every spiritual activity is positive there are some spiritual activities that are deeply negative we were just talking about that music before cameron uh music is deeply spiritual music can move the soul in Hmm. a way that nothing else can yeah Yeah. and the connection between music and and our soul our 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 invisible inner self is so closely linked that whenever you find yourself in those quiet unobserved moments of bliss chances are you'll sing or you'll hum or you'll whistle or you'll 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 sing a song 
because music is so intrinsically linked to the to the language of the soul so when when we talk about developing spiritual intelligence we're learning to to be able to be still we're learning to be able to pray to speak to god and we're learning to have a sense where our spiritual ears are attuned to what god might be saying to us so spiritual intelligence is something like these other intelligences that can be developed you can develop your level of spiritual intelligence i would think one of the the one of the first ways to do that is by coming to an understanding of the most spiritual person who has ever lived and that was jesus christ by seeing jesus in the accounts in the new testament matthew mark luke and john we see someone who was deeply deeply spiritual and this is what might surprise people just because he was spiritual didn't mean he was a nutter oftentimes hollywood portrays people who claim to be spiritual as sort of you know axe murderers or you know bible toting gun toting raving lunatics and it's it, it's a mockery of what it means to be spiritual and here we have jesus the most spiritual person that has ever walked planet earth and yet he was immensely practical he fed people he healed people he comforted people he instructed people these were all immensely practical things because he was spiritual so developing your spiritual intelligence means that you'll come into a community of faith and all too often we're reluctant to do that cameron and again it's that that ironically that thing that is the opposite to our spiritual development which is pride will keep us from the very thing that will develop our spiritual intelligence and i've heard people say i can't connect with god in a church setting i need to go away into the bush and i need just to be still and quiet well you can do that sit still and be quiet but you are created by god to be connected in a community of fellow believers a community of faith you're created to do that and that's how you develop your spiritual intelligence as well because humility is is the virtue that enables you to develop that intelligence so cameron there may be someone who started listening to us thinking well i'm not very intelligent and now you may be aware hang on a minute i may not be intellectually intelligent yeah but i do have a certain social intelligence or relational intelligence there may be some guys out there who are in a relationship maybe married not maybe you know friendship with someone and you're and you're always in conflict you're missing the cues that come from these important relationships in your life and now you've heard that this is an intelligence that needs to be developed and it can be and it more often than not is developed either through direct coaching or by just sheer sheer trial and error get out there uh, try to develop it make the mistakes ask for forgiveness reconcile continue on that process and you just keep keep going to develop those those 
those aspects of relational intelligence. So these five areas of intelligence, Cameron, I believe will make a whole person. And while we in our state recognize that we do have a problem, you know, with our schooling and our academia and Tasmania keeps coming up as sort of, you know, the, the, the struggler among the states of Australia, I think we can also, while we're doing that, we can also look at developing the, these other areas of intelligence as well. And parents should be helping their children to develop those. And perhaps even husbands and wives need to be helping each other to develop in these areas of emotional and relational intelligence. And then, of course, your local church, your community of faith, your community of spiritual people can help you to develop your spiritual intelligence as well. All vitally necessary for us to become the people who can reach our fullest potential. Cameron, I want to thank those who have listened this morning. I want to thank those who've engaged with us on Twitter and Facebook. I want to also thank those who've given to keep this on air. Uh, without your support, which you can do at wayfm.org.au slash donate, uh, we just can't do it. So thank you to those people who've made this possible through their financial gifts. We are a listener-supported station, and I'll be back next Wednesday. Thank you, Dr. Andrew Corbett. Uh, this message has been fabulous. I've learned a lot from it myself, so I hope you have too, and we'll be uploading it onto uh, our website, wayfm.org.au forward slash download, if you'd like to download it later on this morning. News headlines now on WayFM at 9.30, and then, of course, Malcolm Riley joins us after that from the Weather Bureau.